Welcome to an all new episode of SJHL Insider. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Jeremy Corrigan, and you notice I said me, and that's because my co host Clark Monroe is not here today. So, unfortunately, you are going to have to listen to my voice for the next 30 to 40 minutes as we bring you an all new episode of SJ Insider. But coming up on the show today, we are going to recap the last few days in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. Talk a little bit about the standings going into this weekend because, boy, oh, boy, there are races all over the place in the SJHL right now when you look at the standings from 1 through 12, so we'll dive into that. We have some new commitments to talk about, some Direct West commitments, and, of course, we'll preview the upcoming busy, busy weekend. And we also will be joined by the play-by-play voice of the Estevan Bruins, Nolan Kowal. I chatted with him the other day. We recorded the conversation. The big reason why is we couldn't bring him on live to the show when we record this show on Thursday because he's going to be on the bus with the Estevan Bruins as they go up to LaRange for two games this weekend. Talk about two big games this weekend uh, between the Estevan Bruins and the LaRange Ice Wolves. Before we dive into it, though, let's uh, give a big shout-out and big thank you to our sponsors here at SJHL Insider, Chevrolet Capital Auto Mall, Cantera Seeds, RBC, Sastel, SGEU, Direct West, Saskatchewan Construction Safety Association, Tourism Saskatchewan, Young's Equipment, SGI. Thank you so much for your support because, as I always say on each and every episode of our SJHL programming, Without your support, these shows would not be possible. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. We greatly appreciate it. All right, Clark's not here, so I get to, for the first time I think ever, we'll have to, we'll have to check with uh, uh, Director Jordan in the back, but I think this is the first time that I personally get to throw to the hat trick. There's the ground. There's the, there's the hats. They're going flying. Clark's probably upset that I got to throw to it. Anyways, let's kick off the hat trick with action from Tuesday and Wednesday in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. Five games in total. Let's start with Tuesday. The Nippon Hawks picked up a big 3-2 win over the Yorkton Terriers in a neutral site game in Wadena. Great crowd on hand for the game in Wadena. Uh, initial reports say it was over... 1,100 people at the game between uh, Yorkton and Nippon. So great turnout in Wadena and the Hawks picking up a big two points. The Balfour North Stars bouncing back up in the at the Mel in LaRange with a 4-3 overtime win against the Ice Wolves. And then the Notre Dame Hounds with a big 3-2 win at home against the Melfort Mustangs. And with that win, they leapfrogged Weyburn back into the eighth and final playoff spot. We'll touch on that in a bit when we get into the standings. And then Wednesday night in the league, two games. The Humboldt Broncos earned a 6-2 win over the Kindersley Clippers. That victory leapfrogged Humboldt all the way up into a tie for second place in the SJHL standings with the Flin Flon Bombers. And both those teams have played the same amount of games. And then the other contest saw Nipawin with another 3-2 win over the Melville Millionaires. The Nipawin Hawks have now won four straight games. They're 6-4 in their last 10. And the Hawks are rolling. And they are trying to get up into that upper echelon of teams in the SJHL when it comes to the top six teams. Uh, And they're inching closer and closer. But uh, some definitely good results for the Nippon Hawks with uh, two straight 3-2 wins out on the road. 
They're now 19-17, one and one on the season, and uh, they're that young Nippon Hawks hockey club is uh, playing some of their best hockey of the season. You can see what I did there. Uh, let's move on to the standings, though. Point number two of the hat trick. Of course, I, I kind of teased it a little bit, and that's because when you look at the standings right now in the SJHL, and we'll pull them up on the screen for the uh, video version of uh, SJHL Insider. It, it's a tight race. Uh, no no ifs, shapes, or buts when you look at the standings. Uh, of course, you have the Balfour North Stars sitting at the top of the SJHL standings with a 34-1-2-1 record. They have 71 points. They're 22 points clear of the second-place Humboldt Broncos and the Flin Flon Bombers. But when you look at 2-6, to six, we've been talking about it for the last – we talked about before the holidays. We talked about it after the holidays. What a race between two and six in the SJHL standings. The Humble Broncos and the Flin Flon Bombers are tied for 49 points, tied for second. Then one point behind them, they have the LaRange Ice Wolves and the Estevan Bruins, who are tied for 48 points, followed by the Melfort Mustangs, who have 44 points. So if you're paying attention at home, that's just five points separating two through six in the SJHL standings, which is pretty incredible. And you know what? When we get into it later on in the show, this weekend could give some teams a little bit, just a little bit of separation uh, in the SJHL standings. But that battle between two and six, three of those five teams are most likely going to get home ice advantage in the first round of the playoffs. And two of those teams are not. And the big thing is when it comes to the battle through two through six, uh, that three versus six and four versus five matchup, and even the two versus seven matchup in the SJHL, the first round's going to be tough, but that's still two months away. But lots can be determined, and lots can help out uh, each team this weekend with uh, big results uh, when it comes to the standings. Now, we mentioned Nipwin already. They're kind of, they've got some cushion when it comes to a playoff spot. They're now 10 points clear of the 8th place Notre Dame Hounds. Nipwin has 40, Notre Dame has 30 right now. However, the Hounds, five games in hand. But they have some cushion a little bit when it comes to the SJHL standings. Now, the chase for 8th is really interesting in the SJHL. Right now, going into this weekend, the Notre Dame Hounds sit in 8th spot, the 8th and final playoff spot with 30 points, a 13-16-2-2 record. However, they've got a couple of teams chasing them. The Weyburn Red Wings, 14-20-0-1. They have 29 points. The Yorkton Terriers, 13-24-0-1. They have 27 points. And the Melville Millionaires, 10-22-4-1. And you know what? We'll even include the Kindersley Clippers, who honestly, with their schedule, how it plays out for next week in the standings... They have two games against Notre Dame and two games against Weyburn, and if they go on a run, they could get right back into this race. But the chase for eighth is going to be something to keep an eye on the last two months of the regular season, and it's uh, definitely something that uh, will probably come down to the wire when it comes to the eighth and final playoff spot in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. So it doesn't matter where you look at where you look at the standings. Pick a number. Uh, there is a race involved, and uh, there are some games this weekend that are definitely going to uh, have some major impacts on what the standings might look like. Finally, when it comes to the hat trick, last thing we got to talk about is the latest Direct West commitments in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. 
what is it? Boy, I think over the last eight or nine days, we've had four commitments in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. If you watched SJHL Weekly on Monday, we talked to two of them. Uh, but we'll start with uh, the first one was Zach Summers of the Melford Mustangs. A big congratulations to Zach. If you didn't catch our conversation with Zach on SJHL Weekly on Monday, be sure to go back and watch it. Great conversation. Uh, he committed to the University of Maine to play NCAA Division I hockey. Congratulations to Zach. The other guest we had on Monday on SJHL Weekly, Ben Tkachuk. Of course, the captain of the Melfort Mustangs and the teammate of Zach Summers. Last Friday, he committed to uh, the University of Saskatchewan Huskies of U Sports for next season. Of course, Ben Tkachuk in his final season in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. And speaking of captains, announced this week, Braden Cook of the Kindersley Clippers announced his commitment to play at the University of Alberta Augustana Vikings. ACAC. So big congratulations to Braden as well. And then the final one, the final commitment, which was announced this week, which was announced on Wednesday, was Evan Vandenhuvel of the Notre Dame House announcing his commitment to the University of Wisconsin at Stout. Very lengthy name to play NCAA Division Three hockey. So a major congratulations to all four players. Uh, like I mentioned, in the last eight or nine days, committing to schools. Uh, and those, of course, every commitment in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League is presented by Direct West. If you want to see a full list of commitments in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League for just this year, and then actually you can scroll down and you can see all the past years, uh, you can head to sjhl.ca and you can check out all of the commitments on the commitment page and see uh, where players have committed and where they will be going uh, in the future, where their next chapter is uh, in their hockey career. But that is going to do it for the hat trick. We got through a lot when it comes to the scores, standings, and of course the Direct West commitments. But it's now time to check in with the voice of the Estevan Bruins, being Nolan Kowal, ahead of a very interesting weekend between the Estevan Bruins and the Lorange Ice Wolves as they play two games up at the Mel. So let's check in with Nolan and this conversation that I had with Nolan earlier on this week. Well, we are pleased to be joined by the voice of the Estevan Bruins, Nolan Kowal. Nolan, thank you so much for joining us today ahead of a pretty important road trip for the Estevan Bruins up in Lorange. First and foremost, how are we doing today? I'm good, Jeremy. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, and we appreciate you coming on. So I got to ask you, you know, the Bruins were a big talking point this past week. Uh, three home games and picking up three victories. And of course, it was capped off by a win over the Battleford North Stars, ha uh, handing them their first regulation loss of the season. But I want to ask you about what you saw potentially from the Bruins this past week where they earned three wins compared to their first weekend of uh, 2023 against Weyburn. What did you see in the difference of their play? Yeah, so I, I can comment on what I saw. I was I was at the Yorkton game this past Wednesday, and then I was I was in Regina for the weekend. Right. But um, yeah, I, you know, I I, I just think it, you know the team's been a little bit up and down. But um, you know, I think coming out of the Christmas break, that first weekend's always tough, Jeremy. Uh, you know, both mm -hmm. all all the teams had had the extended Christmas break this year. Um, they get Weyburn on the back to back to start the new year. They didn't have a great night in Weyburn. 
it's kind of gotten, things have kind of snowballed um, on the Bruins in, in Weyburn this year for whatever reason, two lopsided losses. So that rink hasn't been kind to them. The other thing too that I'll say is they've been a very good team at home. Like if you look at their home record, I don't have it in front of me, but this team's been very good at Affinity Place this year. They have not lost a lot of games. They're really comfortable playing on home ice and and they've been they've been beating the teams they should. They obviously beat Yorkton last week, then they beat Notre Dame uh, on the Friday, and then a game that you know I, I think. Let's be honest. I don't know if a lot of people gave the Bruins much of a chance in that game against the Stars because no team has been able to figure out Battlefords this year in regulation. And the Stars aligned for the Bruins that night. You know, by all accounts, they played their best game of the season and 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 beat the best uh, the top ranked team in the country. So um, I think this team's starting to play better hockey at the right time, given that we're only a couple months away from the playoffs. That was a very good pun. I quite enjoyed that. Um, I'll ask you this. How do you think a win like the one on Saturday against the top ranked team in the country, a team that hadn't lost in regulation, how, how does a win like that for the Bruins, you know, build their confidence going into the last few months of the season? How valuable is a win like that for this team? Oh, I think it's huge. I, I interviewed Jackson Miller yesterday, and he he said that it proves that they can play and beat anyone in the league. It just takes a full 60 minutes, and it, it takes everyone to buy in. And I think that's what this group is this year. They're, they're not a powerhouse team like they were last year. There's no Olivier Pouliot or Mark Rumsey that's going to take over the game. But when they play as a team and they have every guy going, they can beat anyone. And they've proven that now with this win over the Battlefords North Stars. So I think it comes at a great time when you consider their upcoming schedule. You go to LaRange this weekend against a good Ice Wolves team. You look at the standings, how crucial are these two games with these two teams tied in the standings mm -hmm. right now. LaRange has a couple games in hand, of course. And then we go to Flin Flon for the first time since last spring. That one's been circled on my calendar all year. Um, the Bombers come here in February. So they've got a tough schedule coming up against some top teams. And I, I think this win, uh, really, I just think for their psyche and the guys in the dressing room and the coaching staff, how could it not give them a, a ton of confidence uh, going forward here against some, some other tough teams that you know they want to compete against? Since you brought him up, I'll ask you next about Jackson Miller, obviously being put into a, a little bit of a, a different situation just because of the injury to Cam Herlicka since uh, the holiday break. But he's come in and he's played pretty well for uh, for a rookie goaltender in his five starts since the Christmas break. And obviously, when you shut out uh, the Balfour North Stars, obviously you have yourself a pretty great game. What have you seen from him uh, in him stepping up, I guess, uh, in the absence of Cam Herlicka? Yeah, and I, when I chatted to him yesterday, you know, he I think he admitted that it was a bit of a slow start for him off the bat coming in um, in his first year in, in Junior A, coming from the AAA level. Um, he's a local kid as well, Jeremy, like he's from Estevan, and I know my color guy here on the on the home broadcast, Nick Saragella, would tell you that that's very difficult playing goal in your hometown. So I think he's gotten better as the year has gone along. I think he's probably played more than maybe the coaching staff and the fans would have anticipated. Just because Cam Herdlick has had some injuries, he's been in and out of the lineup probably a little more than than the than the team would like. But it's it's you know it's forced Jackson Miller into action, and you know it's almost like trial by fire, right? Like he's he's coming here right. in his first year as the backup going in, and he's been thrust into action into some pretty big games against some pretty quality opponents. Um, you know, I think back to a game in Melford, he played really well on the road. He's had his ups and downs, but uh, the coaching staff stuck with him, and they obviously have all the confidence. 
uh, in the world in him. Aaron Miller, his dad's a former pro goalie. He's on the bench. He's one of the assistant coaches. So that, of course, helps. And I think, I think you know, you look at his overall body of work, um, you know, maybe the, the numbers are, are maybe a little still higher than he would have liked. But I think, right. you know, I, I think he's just gotten better and he's improved and, and gotten a little more comfortable as the season has gone along. And he, I think he's, he's playing with more confidence now uh, than he was at the start of the season for sure. Well, and I even think back to a game that I came to watch of uh, the Bruins just before Christmas in Melville and Cam Herlicka got pulled early on in the first period and Jackson Miller came in and he was outstanding for the rest of the way and, and made some key saves down the stretch. But uh, his goaltending partner, Cam Herlicka, you mentioned, I mentioned that obviously he's been been hurt since the holiday break. Uh, any updates on his status potentially going into this weekend? You know, I haven't heard much. I know... Uh, you know, from from what I've heard, it's 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 not it's more on the minor side. Um, obviously, they keep injuries close to their chest, which is understandable, especially for goaltenders, right? But um, I, I knew there was a chance he was going to play this past weekend. Obviously, that didn't happen. He was dressed for the game on Saturday, so that's a good sign. Um, I just just pure speculation, and the the, the vibe I get is that we'll, there's probably a good chance we'll see him uh, in Laurent's this weekend, and and that's great because. Cam has been, you know, you could argue Cam has been their MVP all year. I, I don't think this team has 23 wins without Cam Hurtlicka. Yeah, that would be a huge boost uh, to the Bruins lineup. Another guy that's been a big boost uh, for the Bruins since joining the team and returning to the team since the holiday break is uh, Keegan Little. I mean, he was just named SGU MVP of the week, had five goals and three assists. Maybe just talk about his play since returning to the black and gold and, and how seamless the transition has been uh, for him go getting back into the lineup. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Keegan Little, both as a player and, and as a person. And uh, it's been pretty seamless. He's proven that, right? Um, j just from from the from the outset, you know, he's been excellent. He, he's been, you could argue he's been their top forward. I think he's had an impact, a trickle-down effect on all the forwards. Um, he's scoring. Maybe that was the one area of his game that you didn't see as much last year. He's got five goals in five games. So he's a threat in that regard now. Jeremy, he's just a guy that does everything out there. Like he, he plays so much bigger than he is. I don't know. He's probably about five ten, maybe five eleven. I'm not sure, but you know, he he he'll go into the corners. He'll take a hit to make a play, and and he'll just do all the little things. Sorry, another one for you there, Jeremy, to help like his team it. win. Yeah, yeah. So I knew when when it was announced that he was coming back that he was really going to help this team. He's really going to help this forward group. He's been playing with Cade Runke at times. You know, I think you, you could expect to see him with Cody Davis when Davis comes back from that broken ankle in February. Former teammates who obviously won the championship together last year. Um, it's a huge addition to this team. And he's the kind of guy that is, you know, he's going to bring his A game every night. He's going to give you everything he's got every night, particularly when you get down the stretch and into the playoffs. So I, I think it's his impact already has been felt. You mentioned, you know, he got player of the week and, and, uh, and he's scoring goals. So, He's he's doing it all right now for this team, and uh, you know I'm looking forward to to watching him the rest of the second half here. Now you alluded to it: two games against Larange this weekend, then the following weekend, two games against Flin Flon. But it's an interesting part of the schedule for the Bruins because you're the black and gold will play four games in the span of about three and a half weeks. A lot of rest for the Estevan Bruins. Uh, and considering where they're at in the standings, you know it's going to make these four games that much even more important. Yeah, absolutely. And it's been a bit of an unusual schedule for this team mm -hmm. this year, Jeremy. Uh, a big part of that is they've got the Saskatchewan curling provincials coming to town 
over the next couple of weeks. So the Bruins obviously don't have an affinity place available to them for that time. So they had a lot of games in the first half. They played more games than any other team. And, uh, and obviously that's going to change now with the Bruins having a break coming up around that MJHL SJHL showcase. So I don't, I don't, necessarily think the break is a bad thing. I, I think, you know, it, it'll certainly help Cody Davis try to get him back in the lineup, possibly when that break's done. Um, I think they got Flynn Flon and Nipwin coming in here that following weekend, kind of into early and mid-February. So um, the other thing too is that, you know, you look at the standings and obviously the games in hand and the numbers, they they haven't really been in the Bruins' favor for a long time now because they're right clumped in with those top teams, one through six, but every team around them has games in hand and they're going to get made up. That doesn't mean they're going to be wins, but they do have games in hand. So I think it's going to be nip and tuck for this team to get home ice in the first round or not. It's going to be close right in that, you know, four or five seating, right? That's the way it's shaping up right now, at least to me. So uh, it's going to be interesting to watch, but they are going to enjoy some time off here. Uh, but before that, they've got, you know, four really tough games in two tough rinks uh, to play in and LaRange and Flynn Flon coming up. Yeah, I, personally, there's the two races for the remainder of the season that are uh, that stand out to me. The race for eighth place, but then that battle between two and six right now in the SJHL standings is pretty incredible when you think about it. Because from two to six, I think it's only separated by like five or six points right now. So, like you said, it is going to come down uh, to the wire. But let's let's preview a little bit this weekend. You touched on it. Big two games up in LaRange against the Ice Wolves. The Bruins have seen the Ice Wolves a couple of times this season. What do you expect from uh, the matchup this weekend? Yeah, it's uh, it's always a little bit different going up to LaRange and playing in that ice ice surface and playing uh, in that environment. You know, LaRange has, has uh, traditionally had pretty physical teams. Um, mm -hmm. They're obviously comfortable playing that style, particularly at home with Kevin Kaminsky running the bench there. I remember a game here at Affinity Place when the Ice Wolves were in town. Um, LaRange blocked a ton of shots. I mean, I remember making the comment on the broadcast that this is the most shot blocks I've ever seen this season yet uh, from LaRange. So they'll pay the price. They'll, uh, you know, they'll, they'll be physical on you. And I think it's a really good test for this Bruins team, particularly coming off such a massive win over, over Battlefords at home. Can they keep that momentum rolling? going on the road and going into a tough environment and uh, bringing that intense to intensity level every night, you know, and it's because obviously they brought it on Saturday, everyone up their game for the moment. And you don't always see that. There's a reason the cliche is we got to play a full 60 minutes every night. And the reason is it's, it's, it's hard to do, right. It's hard to do that every night, but I'll be watching for that. I'll be watching. Can this team rise to the occasion in LaRange? How about Flynn Flon where a lot of those guys experienced the SJHL finals last spring I expect a lot of those guys, Runky Davis, well, Davis probably won't be back, but Keegan Little, Cam Hurdlicka, guys who experienced that last spring, you know they'll be ready for those two games in Flin Flon. So I'm looking forward to, to seeing, you know, the effort level that they bring and, and you know, just, just how much confidence and how much carryover there is from that win over the Stars. For sure. It's going to be two big games this weekend for the Bruins and for the Ice Wolves as well. It should be a great matchup this weekend up at the Mel. Nolan, thank you so much for taking some time to join us today. We really appreciate it and have a great call this weekend. Okay, Jeremy. Thanks for having me on again. That was the play-by-play -play voice of the Estevan Bruins, Nolan Kowal. Always a great conversation with Nolan and, of course, if you can't watch the game on hockey TV this weekend between the Bruins and the Ice Wolves, both Friday and Saturday, 
Our good friend Nolan will have the call on discoverestvan.com, Rock 106, if you are in southeast Saskatchewan. Uh, as always, Nolan does a great job with the Bruins broadcast. And uh, he mentioned it's going to be the next two weekends for the Bruins, especially considering they only play four games in the span of about three and a half weeks. Um, it's going to be very important for them to uh, get points both in LaRange and Flin Flon over the course of the next two weekends. But let's preview the weekends coming up. It's uh, it's a big one. In total, 11 games on the schedule over the course uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So let's dive right into Friday. And right at the top, the Melville Millionaires are in Weyburn to take on the Red Wings. Those two teams fighting for that eighth and final playoff spot. Points are going to be at a premium between these two teams. And they play a home-and-home home this weekend. So uh, it's it's going to be a big matchup. And honestly, if some one of those two teams sweeps the weekend, they're in very good uh, a very good spot coming out of uh, the week in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. The Battle for North Stars are in Humboldt to take on the Humboldt Broncos. Of course, going into this weekend right now, based off the standings, these are the top two teams in the SJHL. Of course, Humboldt is tied for second with the Flin Flon Bombers. And the Balfour North Stars are, of course, the Balfour North Stars with a 34-1-2-1 record. Those two teams are also going to be playing two games this weekend, but we'll get to the second game uh, in a bit. We touched on Estevan and LaRange. Boy, oh boy, two very important games up in LaRange this weekend. And then the Notre Dame Hounds and the Melford Mustangs meeting at the Northern Lights Palace. The second half of a home-and-home, home, of course, uh, I mentioned it earlier on in the show, Notre Dame picked up a 3-2 win over Melford on Tuesday. So the Mustangs will be looking for some revenge and looking to uh, get some points because, of course, they're in that race between 2 and 6. And Notre Dame playing three games and three nights uh, on the road in northern Saskatchewan this weekend. A very, very tough road trip so they'll be looking to start it on a winning note then we move to Saturday and for the first time this season we get a super Saturday as I, as I've dubbed it at least all 12 teams in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League are in action so lots of great games to go check out of course we will start with the second half of the home and home between Weyburn and Melville we talked about how points are going to be at a premium uh, for those two teams, of course, fighting for the eighth and final playoff spot. The Melford Mustangs will then hit the road to go take on the Yorkton Terriers in Yorkton. And a very important game for the Yorkton Terriers. Of course, we mentioned they are in that race for the eighth and final playoff spot. The big thing for the Yorkton Terriers, though, is they're currently 0-6-0-1 in their last seven games. They haven't won a game in 2023 so they're looking for their first win and get a big two points to try and kind of end this losing skid and kind of get right back in that race for the eighth and final playoff spot. Because between Notre Dame, Weyburn, Yorkton, and Melville, the four teams that are really fighting for that eighth and final playoff spot, Yorkton has played the most amount of games. So they really have to take advantage of each and every game remaining if they want a chance to get into the postseason. The Notre Dame Hounds will continue uh, their road trip. They'll head even further north up to Flin Flon to take on the Bombers, and the Bombers will be well-rested. Last week, they played three games in three nights in Humboldt and then two in Kindersley, and they've had a week off, and this will be their lone game of the week. So Flin Flon will be rested and ready to go, and of course, 
they want to earn a big two points in the standings because uh, they're hoping that they can maybe snag uh, sole possession of second place back uh, in the SJHL standings. So that'll be up at the Whitney Forum. The Nippon Hawks, they'll look to try and make it five in a row as they take on the Kindersley Clippers. That game will be a neutral site game, though. It won't be in Kindersley. It'll be in Rosetown. So if you're in the Rosetown area, that should be a great game. And uh, the Rosetown Arena is a very fun one to watch a hockey game in. Of course, the second game between Estevan and LaRange. We talked about uh, how important that game is going to be already. So uh, no need to echo those thoughts. And then finally... The second game between Humboldt and Battleford, but it will be played in Martinsville as part of Hockey Day in Saskatchewan. So if you're in that area, oh, you're in for a treat in Martinsville for sure because uh, they're definitely two of the top teams in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. And for a neutral site game, uh, that is going to be a really good one for sure. And then finally on Sunday, the Notre Dame Hounds will wrap up their three-game in three-night road trip. The good news for the Hounds is they are going to play a team who is also playing three games in three nights. That's the LaRange Ice Wolves. The difference is LaRange played all three at home and Notre Dame had to travel for all three games in three nights. So that will wrap up the week in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League with Notre Dame at LaRange on Sunday. So in total, four games Friday, six games Saturday, one game on Sunday, so that's 11 games total. I mean, pick your poison. <laughs> there are a lot of really good games in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League this weekend, whether it be the two games between Humboldt and Battleford, the two games between Estevan and LaRange, a couple of neutral site games, an important home-and-home home between Melford, uh, Melville and Weyburn. I mean, the list goes on and on. A lot of these games have huge implications when it comes to the standings in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League and it should be a big it can be a big weekend for uh some of the teams when it comes to climbing up the standings uh especially with considering how tight it is between 2 and 6 the battle for 8th etc so uh definitely a big weekend if you can't make it out to any of the games in any of the rinks across uh, the province this weekend of course you can catch all the action on hockey tv where uh, you can watch any of the games except for the neutral site games this weekend. Unfortunately, those will not be on hockey TV, but you can, if you are in those areas, you can catch the neutral site games. But all the other games will be on hockey TV. You can get to monthly subscription for $29.99. Great value because you can watch all the games in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League with a subscription to hockey TV, which is outstanding. If you don't have a subscription, you can't make it out to the games. Good news is the team at sjhl.ca has you covered. We'll have highlights of all the games, of course, except for the uh, games with the neutral sites. They will be up on the SJHL YouTube page. Be sure to subscribe today. Help support the channel. Help support the league. It is free to subscribe, and it's a great way to get and stay up to date in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. And of course, follow us on all the social medias. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, lots of content, lots of different ways to get your content from the SJHL. Before we go, we have to give a big shout out to our sponsors, that being Chevrolet, Capital Auto Mall, Cantera Seeds, RBC, Sastel, SGU, 
Direct West Saskatchewan Construction Safety Association, Tourism Saskatchewan, Young's Equipment, and SGI. Thank you so much for your support because, again, without the great support from our sponsors, these shows would not be possible each and every week. And also, before I go, I have to give a friendly reminder about the SJHL raffle where you could potentially win a brand new Polaris side-by-side. Tickets are on sale now. And if we, I'm pulling up the SJHL website or sjhlraffle.ca, that is where you can find all of your information when it comes to potentially winning a brand new side-by-side. The draw will be on this show, SJHL Insiders, April 27th, but you only have until April 23rd to purchase your tickets and there's only 5,000 available. So be sure to get your tickets sooner rather than later because it's while supplies last. One for 25, three for 60, 10 for 100. Lots of great options when it comes to purchasing your tickets for the SJHL raffle. And if you want to learn more about the raffle and your chance at potentially winning a brand new Polaris side-by-side, just head to sjhlraffle.ca. Again, I appreciate you all for tuning in this week. Of course, um, it's always difficult, I think, doing a, a show by yourself because you're doing a lot of talking. So hopefully you're not sick of hearing my voice. Uh, Clark should be back next week. Uh, but a big shout out to uh, all, of, all of our fans for tuning in and watching uh, SJHL Insider and, of course, SJHL Weekly. Thank you so much for our sponsors, for all the great support, uh, for putting on these shows. It is going to be a great weekend of hockey in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. 11 games on the schedule, so be sure to get out to your local rinks and catch all the great games in the SJHL this weekend. My name is Jeremy Corgan. Thank you so much for joining us, and enjoy the games this weekend, everyone. (laughs) 